Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. So I have with me today a very special guest who has been (laughs) mentioned on this podcast countless times and we've only (laughs) had 14 episodes. Carrie Sweeney, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk. I'm always excited to talk to you, period, but I'm excited to be on the podcast. I'm excited that we get to talk books because I enjoy any conversation that we have, but it's especially fun when we get to talk about books and drink tea together. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I always feel like I explain, or I introduce myself the same way, um, well, which is fine. fine. It works for me. It's um, easy. I am... Um, a Midwesterner, grew up in Minnesota and have been in Wisconsin now for more than half of my life. I couldn't tell um, by your accent. No, I know. <laughs> it, it gets really thick sometimes when I, my O's get very long. Um, I have four kids, um, one husband, three That's cats. Um, yeah, and I like to read a lot. Um, and then when I'm not reading and being mom, wife, friend, whatever, um, I work for a trade association that works with credit unions. Um, so I'm in sales for that organization, which now I get to travel a little bit more again, which is nice because I can always get a little bit more reading time in when I'm on planes and airports and stuff. So yeah, that's me. And you do all kinds of creative stuff too, that I want to give you a shout out for because you do embroidery (laughs) and you make book sleeves and you do all these super fun things and like sew your kids Halloween costumes every year. And I'm like, oh my God, like I I wish I could be Carrie just in every aspect, but also that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Jamie. (laughs) So typically we do... um, we would each do one book that we love, but since we only get you here for one episode, for now, I'm sure we'll have you back in the future, but <laughs> for now, since we only have you for one episode, I thought it would be fun if you did two books that you love, and I'll do one book that I love, and we'll go from there. So, since you've got two, why don't you start us off and tell me about your okay. first book? My first book caught me by surprise how much I like this book, because it's a character-driven book. And those are really hit or miss for me. I tend to navigate more toward a plot-driven book. But our mutual friend Michelle sent me a copy of Early Morning Riser by Katherine Heine, I think is how you pronounce her name. And it's not a very long book, but it follows the residents of this small Michigan town over 17 years um, and just kind of the everyday things that make up their life and what I liked so much about this book is it made me laugh out loud more often than I expected and then it also just it was like contemplative and it like kind of made me like clutch my heart because it was just so warm and it just it made me feel good so this it's just this quirky cast of characters um you know it's found family it's real family Um, And it just follows her story, like I said, over 17 years. And it was just so unexpected. Um, And it was exactly what I was in the mood for um, when I picked it up. So I'm glad that she sent it to me because I probably would have missed it. I would not have picked it up. Um, 
the cover's kind of weird. I mean, it's pretty, but it's weird. <laughs> it's a picture of like a bed with a multicolored quilt. Um, and I have no idea why it's called Early Morning Riser. Oh, um, that's I've had conversations with some other people who have read it. And I'm, I've Googled like interviews with the author to try to find out why she named this book Early Morning Riser, and I can't figure it out. See, that makes me want to read it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> to try so, to discover really this mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's like one passage about like morning in bed and rising from bed, but it's not significant enough where I think you would name the book after it, that passage, but who knows? Interesting. I'm, you know, very similar to you in that I also don't tend to gravitate towards character driven books. I need some kind of plot to keep me going, but, um, this sounds interesting. And if it came from Michelle and if Mm -hmm. you really liked it, then it sounds like I need to pick it up. Yes. Awesome. All right. I'm going to tell you about my book now, but the thing is you've already read it, (laughs) but I didn't know that because you didn't rate it or mark it as read on Goodreads. So I'm really interested to see what book it is. Well, I texted you about it the other night. It's Dash and Lily's Book of Dares by Rachel Kahn and David Levithan. And I read it and I thought I need to tell Carrie about this book. And so I went to Goodreads. I was like, hold on. She's read everything. Let me make sure she hasn't (laughs) read this yet. And so I went and you hadn't read it or you hadn't marked it as read. So I was really excited to be able to tell you about a book you didn't know about. And then you were like, yeah, I read this last year. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> but wait, is that the second book or is that the first book? This is the first one. Okay, then I did read it and I probably just didn't mark it. Well, that's okay. <laughs> anyway, Dash and Lily's Book of Dares is just this super fun adventure book that takes place around New York City. It starts in the Strand bookstore. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, and Dash is a teenage boy and he finds this journal in an obscure spot in the Strand and the journal takes him on a little journey throughout the bookstore to different sections and he's basically going like kind of on this treasure hunt by a girl named Lily who left the journal there and the two of them throughout the book end up like writing notes to each other and leaving the journal in different places around New York City and it takes place partly over Christmas and New Year's well mostly over Christmas and New Year's so it's fun um it's a fun read for this time of year I think and it doesn't you know this episode is going to be airing after Christmas so I wouldn't say like oh save it till next year because it's after Christmas because it takes place around New Year's too but um it was just such a fun they they go to like Madame Tussauds and um just all these quintessential New York places um what's that toy store the big toy store it's not FAO Schwartz yes is it FAO yeah, yeah it is yeah they go to FAO Schwartz and uh the fun thing is they they've never met obviously and so it's kind of this teenage angsty a little bit like I know that when I meet this person they're not going to be what I've pictured in my head and will I like them or won't I like them even though I really like them in the book kind of thing so I I just it it was just really sweet and really fun and I can't stop thinking about it and I know there's a second one Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna have to read that too 
I, what I liked about that book too is just it takes place like today like modern times and it yes. isn't these two characters like texting each other or snapping each other or any of that they're still they're, you know handwritten notes and just that like it's really sweet know, old tactile yes it's very very sweet where it, it lends a different yeah sweetness to it then so the second Texting. one is the 12 days of dash and lily which seems very christmasy so i better read it now um <laughs> and the third one is called mind the gap dash and lily so i'm wondering if they go to london they do go to they london do. yes okay so excited <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know I love my Brits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, what is your second book? Okay, so my second book hasn't come out yet, but it comes out like two weeks after this episode's going to air, so I think it's soon enough. So it comes out January 11th, and it is Weather Girl by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Yay! And I love all of her books. I love her books so much. Um, and this is just another, just it's a stellar, stellar read. So... Um, it's about a weather girl, her, and the sports dude, him, and they both work at the same Seattle TV station, and they play matchmaker to their respective bosses who were once married but are no longer married, and they're causing a lot of just workplace strife, so they kind of parent trap them in a way um, to try to get them back together to make their work environment better, and then... You know, obviously, when they're throwing sparks toward the bosses, some of the sparks come back to them. Um, I love it. The The main male character, he is a single dad, and he's got, like, a dad bod, which I am <laughs> loving that. that. Um, he's a little bit older character. Um, you know, so they're not in their 20s. Um, and she has, the female character has, um, you know, some mental health representation that's done very, very well. Um, and the author, you know, has commented that this was very near and dear to her heart from um, the mental health perspective of um, depression and really just making therapy, normalizing therapy. And it was just handled with such care that it was just a really nice um, element that was woven through the story. Um, and it's spicy. I mean, Ooh, it's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely some. How many eggplants? Some, some I think I gave it like three or four. Wow. I think. Um, and the other thing that was really cool was the, t the chapter titles are kind of, I love chapter titles. Um, they're like meteorology, I can't say that word, meteorologically, they're weather related. They're mm -hmm. weather related, weather -related. <laughs> chapter titles. And, and they kind of give you a guess of what's going to be coming up in the chapter. Oh, that's um, fun. So I, I, I liked, I liked the chapter names where it's like cloudy with the chance of whatever. And then. It goes on from there. That's so it cute. comes out soon, but I loved it. You actually turned me on to Rachel and Solomon, um, I think, because I read, pretty sure it was because of you. What is it? Today, tomorrow, something? <laughs> With today, tonight, tomorrow, which today, I was tonight, actually tomorrow. just thinking about when you were talking about Dash and Lily, because yes. that book has like the scavenger hunt kind Around of. Around Seattle. Yeah. So Does Weather Girl take flight. place in Seattle as well? It is in, yep, it is in Seattle. Um, there's some Jewish representation, um, which is kind of a common theme with, with her books. Um, She's just, yeah. 
Yeah, and actually, she's I, working I on a sequel her. to today, tonight, tomorrow. Ooh, that's fun. That's exciting. Um, so I knew that Weather Girl was coming up because I see it all over Instagram and because I'm a Rachel and Solomon fan, mm-hmm. but I had kind of kept away from like reading what it was about. Um, but this sounds fun. I'm really excited for it now. Like before I was like, Oh cool. Another Rachel and Solomon. Now I'm like, need to get my hands on this. So, so I'm interested. You're going to spill tea. I want to, I want to know what you want. You're going to spill tea about. I am. I'm going to spill tea. First, let's talk about the tea that we're drinking. Oh yeah. Because this was given to both of us by our friend Charlesa. And, um, this tea is by the cultured cup which i think is a tea store in texas like near where charlsa lives and i think she frequents Mm -hmm. this store um this particular one is called love potion and the flavor notes are a wonderful marriage of dark and black teas with a caramel and chocolate flavor absolutely decadent so what what are your thoughts on it i haven't tasted it yet you can taste the chocolate, but I don't think it's overwhelming. I agree. I was worried about that because I, whenever I smelled it, I was like, that smells like a lot of chocolate. Um, but tasting it, it's not overpowering and it's yep. really smooth and nice. It's very subtle. That's always my, like, I get nervous when beers or like teas, like they have like some added flavor and then all you can taste is the artificial flavor I'm like right. no I just want my regular Earl Grey thank you but this is really <laughs> exactly. nice it's it's just a nice little touch I'll be honest don't hate me Charlesa but I was I was hesitant to try this tea because of the chocolate flavor in it and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like that but um this was perfect for us to try together and mm-hmm. I think it's really really lovely that was fun so the thing that I'm gonna spill the tea on <laughs> is traffic I can't stand (laughs) holiday traffic it is driving me insane and it's like normally I have a a routine at lunchtime where I'll leave the office I'll go get a Jamie Freeman special salad at Fresh (laughs) Junkie uh, and then I go get the mail and then I let Teddy out and then I go back to the office normally that takes me like 45 minutes to an hour lately it's been at least an hour and a half is it bad where you are because I know you live in kind of a smaller town it's it's the weekends yeah the weekends are when it's you know everyone's trying to get all their holiday shopping done and if I'm trying to do just like a regular life thing like a life pickup then it's just there's just too many people everywhere um last week I took Wednesday off like middle of the week like picked up my groceries at 7 30 in the morning because I just wanted to avoid people yeah like, I don't I don't just put them in my car I, I just it sounds horrible I mean because the holidays you're supposed to want to be sense of community and with friends and family but no there's just it's everyone's but out at the same time the problem is not just that traffic is bad because that sucks in and of itself but the fact that people are surprisingly so rude right now mm-hmm. and you would think holidays everybody is like being nice to each other oh sure I'll let you in but no people are like Mm-mm. if I let you in I'm not gonna get where I need to be on time so I'm gunning <laughs> it and it's just like all right well 
I'll just sit here for another 20 minutes until someone decides to let me go. So that has been driving me crazy. But what has been keeping me sane, do you like how I did that little segue there? I did. What, it was a good segue. <laughs> what has been keeping me sane is my boss is very generous and he gives us off the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I take that time to reset and recharge and do all of the things that have needed to get done around the house for the last year that have just been sitting there. And I am so looking forward to being able to rest and relax for Mm -hmm. like 10 days. Not a full 10 days because we have to do all the Christmas things and all the New Year's things too. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be so nice. Yeah, tomorrow's my last day in the office until whenever. I I mean, I am going back, I think the fourth. Um, But I love just like that time that I joke, I'm like, I did absolutely nothing and it was everything I wanted it to be. Like there's days where I just don't do anything and I have no guilt about it. And I don't feel bad that the laundry still needs to be done or that, you know, my kids ate cereal for three meals (laughs) that day. It's just, it's like the best kind of lazy where you have no, like, no expectations. Like, if I slept in until 11 and then I, like, moved to the couch and then I, like, took another nap. Like, it doesn't matter. That's I mean, what you exactly, needed and that's yeah. what you got. I used to yeah. feel guilty about that. And, like, I would text my friend PJ and be like, I did nothing today. I'm a terrible person. And she's like, <laughs> you've been working your butt off. Mm-hmm. You needed a day to do nothing. And so it's finally kicked in that I'm like, you know what? I needed this day to do nothing and I don't feel guilty about it so yeah because nobody's keeping score right I mean there's not like you know I'm busier than you are so I get a gold star right and that's sometimes we feel that way but Mm -hmm. no yeah so no I'm (laughs) gonna be like you I'm gonna reset and I'm gonna do what I want to do which might be nothing or it might be all the things I haven't decided yet (laughs) (laughs) so what is keeping you sane Oh, flannel sheets. I haven't been sleeping very well lately. I I think that just might be like my age or the time of the year or (laughs) who knows what. But at least when I wake up multiple times throughout the night, I have really cozy flannel sheets. We invested in like nice flannel sheets a couple years ago. I mean, I live in Wisconsin. My house is 100 years old. It's drafty. So it's it's just cold. It's always cold. But those sheets, oh man, they're so nice. (laughs) I, as a Louisiana resident, the thought of flannel (laughs) sheets, even at winter's peak down Mm -hmm. here, I would be so miserable, but thinking like putting myself in your place and being in flannel sheets, um, up in Wisconsin, that does sound quite heavenly. Yes. And then, you know what? The other thing that's keeping me sane or like internet friends. Aww. People we on the internet in general. Internet we did. Yes, it became <laughs> real friends. And I mean, there's a lot of friends I have on the internet that I would consider real friends, even though we've never met. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I talked about that once where if like something happened to them, even though I've never met them, I would feel like a physical, like visceral pain. Like they're, they you are my friends. You would still grieve their loss. Yeah, I would still grieve their loss or whatever they're going through. Um, but especially the last couple of years, I mean, I have friends locally, but being able to broaden that network of people that just make me happy, 
through the screen and the internet is just it's nice it helps it just helps balance out all those things that sometimes can get overwhelming I mean yes and you are at the top of that list um, of internet friend turned real friend so there's so many uh so much negativity on the internet that it's nice to have your own little corner where Mm -hmm. you you have a group of positive people who you know you can go to safe space (laughs) yes (laughs) safe space is so important these days for real though so what Um, are you reading right now Oh, are you still you Christmas th- booking? Are you, you Christmas booking? You threw me booking? for a loop. I am. I have been binging all the Christmas books. I'm on Christmas book number 15 and 16 <laughs> right now because I'm competing with Mimi, even though I know reading is not a competition, uh, but I'm turning it into a competition for fun. So I'm in the middle of premeditated peppermint. Mm-hmm. Which, in case you can't tell by the title, is a cozy a mystery. Cozy mystery. <laughs> and also, Nick and Noel's Christmas Playlist. Which is an Audible original. Okay, so I didn't read that one. But it sounds familiar. Yeah, I think I saw that Mimi had read the second one in that series. And I was like, that looks cute. And then I went and looked it up and there was one before it. So, you know, I can't read things out of order. No, You have to start in order. I do, I do. <laughs> um, Carrie, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Oh, I am at what Carrie reads. It's K A R I. There's like 300 ways to spell Carrie, but mine is spelled K A R I. Um, and yeah, fun fact: for the out. longest time, I thought that your name was Kari. That's how it should be pronounced. That's not a incorrect. Like it's it's a Norwegian. <laughs> it's a Norwegian. Spelling. See, I was just over here being smart and, you know. <laughs> I mean, it is the right way. And I've asked my parents. I'm like, what? I'm, the, I'm the oldest. So what, there was no other Carries in my family. I'm like, why did you pick? I was born in the mid-70s. So it wasn't like everyone was spelling their names with Ys and Zs. and <laughs> All the know, crazy spellings. The different spellings we have now. And they're like, I don't know. We just like, we just like that spelling. <laughs> so like, I was expecting like some big, you know, reason behind it. No. That's why. Like, well, right. it fits so. you. Like, it really suits you. It, and I it love does. it. It so, does. Thank you yeah. for joining me and for taking Marissa's place temporarily. She'll be back soon. Um, well, I my my oldest is a December baby. Her birthday's tomorrow. Aww. So I remember, I remember kind of December, that first December of... It was great having the holidays because there was lots of people around. You got to introduce baby kind of in one fail swoop, but it was also, it was your first baby. <laughs> You're yeah. adjusting to all this and then the holidays on top of it. So it's a lot. I hope she's, I hope she's enjoying it as much as she can. And I know. did, I did get to go meet Lucia the other night. I stopped by and brought them dinner and got to hold her nice. for a few minutes. And <laughs> she's just so cute and tiny. It was like, I didn't want to give her up. And she started crying and Marissa was like, I can take her back if you want. I was like, no, 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 no. she's mine. I Don't take her from me. <laughs> so that was fun. But yeah. Well, That's Carrie, good. thank you so much. Um, and we'll chat soon. Of course we will. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. 
And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers. Cheers.